And suddenly, a great tempest arose on the sea, so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him. Lord, save us. We perish. Why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea. And there was a great calm. So the men marveled. Who can this be that even the winds and the sea obey him? Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are the host with the most. They are in the captain's chair. They are in charge and they are at the wheel steering the ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you here at His Hard Line for episode 515. It just amazes me that we have 515 episodes, actually a little bit more technically, but you know, some got erased, not by my choice. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, for being 14 months into this, um, it's just amazing how this has grown out of nothing. I mean, this is completely organic, not no paid advertisement, no nothing. I mean, it's, it's been, I shouldn't say no nothing. That's a double negative, but you know, no anything. And so it's just really amazing. And I really appreciate all you guys, uh, for sharing the show and, you know, putting this out there, it has been an amazing journey. And I tell you what, that these 14 months have been learning lessons, but I tell you what, I can't wait for the next 14 months going into the next 14 years. So anyways, well, welcome. Uh, we're going to be doing reading a reading out of Genesis 36, and then we'll have a little bit of a summary, maybe a clip or two that I have, depending, you know, time time permitting. Um, that's why I started about 625, because I plan on being on the Georgia uh, education call. They have a three-phase education call for the National Assembly for newbies, people who don't know what the assembly is all about. Um, other people from other states can listen in. So I plan on listening in on there. And um, I'm really excited for this uh, because there's always something I could still learn. And I've read a lot. 
And if I haven't heard it for a while and then I hear it again, it's like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Good point. So, you know, this is going to be just about as good for me as it is for a new person, because, again, you're always learning. You're always learning. So I did get permission to record all three sessions each week um, because I plan on using some of these clips uh, from the, her education call from the Georgia education call in, you know, some of these podcasts, which I think will serve very beneficially, but I'm not going to play the whole thing as an episode because that would take away from the benefit of being on the call. So, um, and there's a reason for the call too. It's also a screening and a vetting process as well. Kind of like a process of elimination because, you know, if people follow through, through all three phone calls, that pretty much means that they're probably serious about wanting to learn more and how to restore the Republic. So anyways, without further ado, let's get right into the reading. I'm going to be reading Genesis chapter 36 out of the new American Bible revised edition. This is a fairly longer chapter, about 43 verses in total. And it starts off by reading, excuse me, These are the descendants of Esau, that is Edom. Esau took his wives um, from among the Canaanite women, Adah, daughter of Elon, the Hittite, Olabama, boy, that was a hard word to say there. I think I'm pronouncing that Olabama, Bama. Anyway, the daughter of Anah, the son of Zebian, the Hivite, and Basemath, daughter of Ishmael, and the sister of Naboyeth, Adabor, Eliphaz to Esau, Basemath, Bor, Rau, boy, I tell you, these names, where do they come up with these names? Um, and Ohalabama, Bor, Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. <clears throat> these are the sons of Esau who were born to him in the land of Canaan. Esau took his wives, his sons, his daughters, and all the members of his household, as well as his livestock, all his cattle, and all the property that he had acquired in the land of Canaan. And he went to the land of Seir away from his brother Jacob. Now their possessions had become too great for them to dwell together and the land in which they were residing could not support them because of their livestock. So Esau settled in the highlands of Seir. Esau is Edom. These are the descendants of Esau, ancestors of the Edomites in the highlands of Seir. Now these are the names of the sons of Esau, Eliphaz, son of Adah, wife of Esau, and Raul, son of Besmath, wife of Esau, and the sons of Eliphaz were Teman, Omar, Zopho, Gatam, and Kenaz. Timnah was a concubine of Eliphaz, the son of Esau, and she bore Amalek to Eliphaz. Here we go with this lineage stuff again. Those were the sons of Eda. Sorry for my commentary, by the way. Just this, these chapters kind of trip me up. Uh, the sons of Eda, the wife of Esau. These were the sons of, let's see. These were the sons of Raul, Nahath, Zerah, Shema, and Miza. These were the sons of Besmath, the wife of Esau. Let me just, okay. I just had to do a quick, oh my goodness gracious. All right, we got a little bit more lineage here to go. I'm sorry, we're going to plow through this. <laughs> my Lord, help me. <laughs> These were the sons of Besmath, the wife of Esau. These were the sons of Esau's wife, Olabama, the daughter of Anah, son of Zibion, whom she bore to Esau, Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. Now these are the clans of the sons of Esau, the sons of Eliphaz, Esau's firstborn, the clans of Teman, Omar, Zepho, Kenaz, Korah, Gatam, and Amalek. These are the clan, clans of Eliphaz in the land of Edom, and they are the sons of Adah, these are the sons of Raul, son of Esau, the clans of Nahath, Zerah, Shema, and Mizah. 
These are the clans of Raoul in the land of Edom, and they are the sons of Besmath, wife of Esau. These were the sons of Olabama, wife of Esau, the clans of Jaush, Jalam, and Korah. These are the clans of Esau, Esau's wife, Olabama, daughter of Anah. And these are the sons of Esau, that is Edom, according to their clans. Now, these are the sons of Seir, the Horite, the inhabitants of the land, Latan, Shabal, Zibion, Anah, Dishan, Ezer and Dishan, those are the clans of the Horites, sons of Seir in the land of Edom, and the sons of Lotan were Hori and Heman. And Lotan's sister was Timnah. These are the sons of Shabal. I tell you what, we're going to skip this whole part because I'm going to tell you right now, nobody's going to remember this. I'm not going to remember this. I don't want to cheat anybody out, but this is very brutal. Obviously, this lays out the groundwork of who is who, who is the daughter and son of who. And uh, I tell you, when it comes, <laughs> I tell you, when it comes to these lineage things, it just just blows my mind up. It's like, Poof. so um, we're just going to skip down to verse 31 because it looks like there's a little bit more. Um, what do you want to call it? Easier reading and not a bunch of lineage stuff. So it says, these are the kings who reigned in the land of Edom before any king reigned over the Israelites. Now, Bela, son of Beor, became king in Edom, and the name of his city was Denahaba. When Bela died, Jacob, son of Zerah from Basrah, succeeded him as king. When Jacob died, Hasham from the land of the Temanites succeeded him as king. And when Hasham died, okay, now we're getting into who became king. All right. So basically, a bunch of people died. <laughs> And one succeeded another and became king. I mean, that's pretty much what we're reading here. Um, and then it gets into like the death of different people. I tell you, that's whew, very, very interesting. I don't mean to cut that short, but that was just, that was brutal. I'm sorry. That was very brutal. So I'm just very curious what the summary is going to say here. So right here in Genesis chapter 36 from BibleRef.com. So what is this really telling us? I hope this has a little bit better... <laughs> A little bit better of a summary than what we just read because that was hard to follow so i guess it says right here genesis 36 consists of a list of esau's offspring no kidding focusing primarily on the genealogy and the rulers of edom the nation that came from esau now the chapter is inserted in genesis between the generations of isaac ending with his death in the previous chapter and the generations of jacob which followed joseph's story through to the end of the book. Now, three of Esau's wives are listed as the mothers of his many sons. And strangely, the names of these wives and the fathers they came from are somewhat different from those reported in Genesis 26, 34, and then uh, chapter 28, verse 9. Now, it's possible that Esau had other wives or that the names of his wives were changed. Now, Esau took his wives from the Canaanite people of the land. And Abraham had insisted that Isaac not marry a Canaanite woman, and Isaac had directed Jacob to find a wife from their relatives outside of the land as well. Now, Esau's choice to marry these women may have contributed to his move from the family. Now, Esau is associated with the name Edom due to his unique birth and an event earlier in his life. The land that they came to rule also has a name with an ironic coincidence. Esau was known for being hairy, and the word seer literally means shaggy. Esau's wives, Adah, 
Olabama and Basmoth bore to him five sons, including Eliphaz, his firstborn, and these sons were all born in the land of Canaan. Now, Jacob's family was the reverse. All but one of his sons were born outside of the land before he moved back home. Now, Esau's Esau's were born in the land before he moved his family and all that he owned away to the hill country of Seir. Now, the territory was taken from the Horites. And we can see that reference back in Genesis 14, chapter uh, verse 6. During a period of a conquest, now their choice to move away from Jacob fulfills prophecy about Esau breaking free from his mother's shadow. And it is driven by economics, and since there aren't enough resources for both large clans. This chapter emphasizes repeatedly that Esau is Edom, and that is the Edomite people and nation all come from him. His grandsons are listed according to their fathers and then listed again as the chiefs or tribal leaders in the land of Edom. Now, one of the key names in this segment is Amalek. His descendants would become vicious enemies of Israel. Now, another part of this list mentions the kings of the Horites who occupied the land before Esau's clan took over. Clans took over. So the text also notes that Edom had kings long before Israel. And this is because Israel will spend more than four centuries in slavery before an era under a series of judges rather than under a king. Now, finally, the chapter lists another set of chiefs of Esau, perhaps naming the regions in Edom by the original heads of the clan who occupied each area. Now, over time, the nation of Edom grew hostile towards Israel. This ultimately led to Edom's participation in Israel's defeat and exile and the judgment of God on the Edomites. Now, prophecy was fulfilled when the Nebataeans overcame Seir and the nation of Edom was dissolved. Survivors settled in Hebron, becoming known as the Edomians. A notable member of this group was Herod the Great, who tried to have Jesus killed as an infant. In AD 70, Edomians tried to join the Jewish rebellion against Rome and were entirely obliterated. And as a nation, and even as a distinct people group, they became extinct. So that is the summary of chapter 36. I tell you what, that was that was brutal. I'm not going to lie. Reading whenever it gets into the reading of, you know, lineage and, you know, so and so was cousins with so and so and this one, you know, did this with so and so and they laid with this person and then they had maid servants that they they bore some it's just oh my gosh, I can't I can't do it. Can't do it. That's just way too much. And besides, it's one of those things that it's one of those chapters like yeah, sure it lays the groundwork for like what to, you know, it lays the groundwork of, okay, who's the cast of what we're about to read next, right? But it really doesn't really give us anything like you would get, say, if you read something out of Proverbs or Psalms, you know what I mean? It's just a lot of so-and-so did this and so-and-so came from here and so-and-so came from this person and this person and this person. It's like, okay, okay, I think I think we get it. I think we get it. All right, everybody's related. Let's just say that. Everybody's related. It all came from Adam and Eve. There we go. We're all brothers and sisters some way, some form or fashion. So, but anyways, but uh, yeah, very, very interesting. So hopefully tomorrow's reading will be a little bit more um, entertaining, Uh, not entertaining, but we can grab a little bit more from it. I should say entertaining is the wrong word. Um, Forgive me if I sound a little 
sped up today. I am trying to, like I said, keep a close eye on the, um, I'm trying to keep a close eye <clears throat> on the time. Um, so we're going to pivot from scriptures for a moment, and we're going to get into a couple of videos real quick now. I plan on bringing this up on a show for tomorrow. Now, tomorrow I will be doing a podcast in the morning. So tomorrow starts my three-day weekend. Actually, today starts my three-day weekend, but tomorrow is my first day off of my three-day weekend. Um, Saturday's no podcast Saturday. Friday I'll be on. Tomorrow I'll be on. Um, tomorrow will be I'll be on in the morning. Okay, I will be on probably about eight o'clock. Um, we do have to be in Grand Rapids by twelve twenty, so you know we have to leave our home by about eleven. So um, I'm probably going to do a Bible reading and then maybe something quick afterwards. Nothing too terribly long uh, because I do want to you know vacuum the floors. But anyway. <clears throat> And also, I forgot to do my little daily disclaimer because this is very important. I do have to make sure I put this out. I have to. I must. It's. I won't do it. I won't do any show without it. And so, again, as I always state on the podcast periodically here, I am not a doctor. I don't wear a white coat. I'm not a financial advisor, a pastor, priest, deacon, biblical scholar, or a bar lawyer. I do not give out legal advice. I am also not the official face or voice of the national, state, or county assemblies. Additionally, I do not advocate for violence. I am my own man, and the opinions, thoughts, and statements are of my own unless I reference other material like I just did here in BibleRef.com. So there is that. Um Rietta is asking early. I'm thinking probably about, yeah, 8, 8, 8 a.m. Um, I'll probably do a quick, you know, 15, 20 minute reading. I want to try to be done by 9 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, 9 a.m., because that'll give me a chance to take my vacuum cleaner, go upstairs and do a little Mrs. Doubtfire and just kind of, dude, looks like a lady, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty uh, suitable for today's climate and, you know, the whole LGBT trans push. Um, I'm just kidding, guys. Just kidding. But, all, all, all kidding aside, though, um, that was actually a pretty good movie. I did like Mrs. Doubtfire, Robin Williams, rest of soul. Um, anyway, so, um, yeah, it's going to be starting at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. Um, Friday, I'm not sure if it's going to be a morning show or an evening show. It depends. I'm tr still trying to get a hold of um, uh, uh, Mike Gill. I have I've, I've emailed him one another follow-up email today. I don't want to bombard the guy and seem like a pest. Yes, I know the squeaky wheel gets the grease, but I also, you know, don't want to, you know, be a pest. I did post something on uh, Twitter today, and he actually liked it. Um, so, you know, we'll see. I know, uh, you know, we'll just see. Um, I know he's a busy man. I mean, he's not just sitting around waiting for podcasters to reach out to him. I know his inbox is filled up probably to the brim and overfilling. Um, so I know he's got a lot going on. So it's just a matter of when I can get, uh, you know, get get my email in front of his eyes in his inbox at the right moment when he's looking at it. So um, there is that. Um, and so um, I'm just kind of looking at stuff here in the chat again. Forgive me. I'm just trying to keep a close eye of the of the uh, of the time here. And like I said, I do. I did get permission to record the uh first, second, and third presentations to education calls from Georgia. Um, again, I do not plan on using the full hours as podcast alone. I will be using them as like little snippets. I will grab snippets from them because um, A, I think it's going to be good, but B, I don't want to ever play those calls in its entirety because it takes away from what Georgia's doing, and I just don't want to do that. But I thought it would be cool to play little snippets of uh, certain things that might be very 
um, you know, notable um, in play, you know, as, uh, you know, we get into future, you know, discussions down the road. I'm reading this, the chat here. Destry is saying he is getting a new set of choppers being installed full on full uppers and lowers. That's right. Yeah, he's doing that, uh, I believe, on Friday, if I recall correctly. Wow. And uh, so that's really awesome. That's really, really awesome. Um, yeah, $56,000. That is not cheap. That is not cheap. Um, also, so I'm going to I'm gonna mention this again tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow morning he's doing that. For some reason, I thought that was Friday. Tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah, that's right. You said the 20th. The 20th. For some reason, I thought the 20th was on Friday. So we, we will pray for a successful um, surgery tomorrow. Um, so real quick. Again, no real agenda, and I know I didn't put a plus-plus on the end of this, but uh, I'm going to just talk about a few things here. So, <clears throat> this is cool. Let me pull this up. It appears, if I can get my downloads to work here, come on. So, let me see here. Very, very cool. So, Destry just sent me something here. He just sent me a message here to check my messages. So, Wisconsin General Jural Assembly has put out their public notice. Congratulations, Wisconsin. That is awesome. My home state, they put out public notice. So, there is a customer proof receipt here. Shows exactly. Um, it was put in the, you know, in the legal notices in Oneida, Wisconsin. That's very, very awesome. And I see the, the actual ad. There's no box around it. Very good. Because remember, when you put out public notices, you do not want a box around it in the paper. You do not want a box around your ad. That is awesome. Let me see. Um, I might save my audio pieces for tomorrow. It might be more fitting. So I'm just going to go right into reading the public notice. And I'll, I'll touch on this again tomorrow. But uh, this is very exciting because, again, like I was just telling you guys yesterday, Things are happening. Things are moving. You just got to keep on moving forward. Okay. It says right here, the de jure grand jury finding the facts that the grievances brought before this grand jury on this day, April 16th, 2023, in a presentment of declaration by people assembled in Wisconsin state and find these grievances true and correct. Therefore, the grand jury finds that the people in Wisconsin shall assemble to reassemble a de jure constitutional republic operations and functions of the de jure grand jury of the sovereign people of Wisconsin, a free and independent nation equal state. The grand jury is the oldest, most respected and powerful civil institutions of the United States of America. And whereas the concept of a grand jury dates all the way back to the Magna Carta in 1215 and was included in the constitutions of the free republics of Wisconsin and the United States of America Republic. Circa 1787 as a means for the people to re reign in elected government acting outside their limits of delegated power. And when a government appears to be committing criminal and unconstitutional acts, it can be hardly be relied upon to bring charges and indictments against itself. It is therefore the duty and obligation of we, the people to utilize the first form of correcting the abuse and oppression of government that has turned corrupt and greedy. To correct the conflict of interest of lawyers being the majority seated in all branches of government and thereby writing immunities for their criminal acts. Therefore, we the people inhabiting the land of the Wisconsin, a free and an independent nation, equal state, free men and women convened under God, having been granted by the creator dominion 
over all the earth to protect and restore the blessings of liberty for ourselves and all the rights to peaceably assemble as memorialized in the unanimous declaration of the 13th United States of America, circa 1776, the Articles of Confederation, circa 1781, the Covenant of Michigan, circa 2010, do hereby establish the de jure grand jury of the sovereign people of Wisconsin, a free and independent nation equals state. And of course, there is more, but again, time permitting here. Um, well, let's see. It's eh, 6.51. Okay, let, maybe I could read a little bit more here. Um, da, 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 da. Let's see here. Um, see that this de jure grand jury existing by right, according to common law and lawful lawfully assembled on the free dry land of Wisconsin, a free and independent nation equal state is not part of the de facto incorporated judicial system. It functions as an entirely separate and independent body, according to the rights and powers granted by the creator invested in we, the people by the constitution for the United States of America, circa 1787 as amended in 1791. Formation, operations, and functions of the state general general assembly bylaws of the sovereign members of Wisconsin, a free and independent nation equals state, whereas the assembly of the we, the people, being one of the principles most respected and powerful civil rights of the American people, and whereas the concept of an assembly dates back to the early colonies and was included in the constitutions of the free republics of the United States of America circa 1787 as a means for the people to rein in an elected government acting outside the limits delegate. Let's see. Am I reading this again? But anyways, um, I can't tell because it just seems like it's like repeating itself here a little bit. But anyway, but yeah, this is awesome. This is very, very awesome. Congratulations, Wisconsin. Seriously. Bravo. So very, very happy. Um, you know, the kids are cheering for you. That's right. Yes, that is very, very awesome. So happy to see this happen, especially because it's a state that I am, you know, I graduated high school from. It's a state that um, I had, you know, really, honestly, I, I grew up predominantly in two different states. There was New Jersey in my childhood, all the way up until about 11 years old, 12 years old, actually. And then um, I moved out to Wisconsin where my dad lived. And, uh, you know, carried out, you know, my rest of my junior high and high school years and then some of college out there. And then from there, I moved down to Florida once I kind of got out of college. And I say got out of college. Don't mistake that for me being a college graduate. I like did one year and then that was it. So. But anyway, that is really awesome. Yeah. Wisconsin, number 17. Woo -woo. Um, that is very awesome. And you know what? How fitting. I'm so glad Wisconsin's number 17. My state. Woo hoo. You know, I should try to see if I can get Brock um, over there. I believe he's like in the Stevens Point area. If uh, maybe I could try to get him on. If somebody knows him, I'd like to have him on the podcast. Give him a congratulations. Him and maybe Wisconsin Annie if she chooses to, because um, I know they were on the uh, Patriots with Grit uh, podcast. So if anybody can reach out to them or has their information or you want to forward my information to them, JMJ, or excuse me, hishardline at gmail.com. And yes, I do plan on. Um, I do plan on switching my email from a Gmail to a Patreon. Um, um, what do I, what am I trying to say? Um, a proton mail email. Okay. Um, like, like I said, the reason I have the, his line at gmail.com is because it was just a quick email I needed to put together, um, on the fly because the website webmaster that I use, uh, to hold on a second. I gotta, I gotta quiet down my group messages. I have no idea what's going on here. I got my mom and my wife texting and my phone is going berserk and I wish they wouldn't do that when I'm on the air. Both of you guys stop it. Uh, hide alerts. Okay. Stop it. I can't, I can't do it. 
I can't do it. Okay. I, all I keep hearing is and my mom and my wife are like going back and forth. It's like, come on. So anyways, um, stop it guys. Holy moly. I'm going to shut my phone off. So anyways, um, but anyway, that's it. That's it. We're going to end this in prayer. We're going to touch on this more tomorrow. Um, boy, I tell you what, my, these text messages, I can't, can't take it. Okay. My wife's like, I only sent one LOL. Yeah. You still participated because that started a domino effect for my mom to send her, you know, rapid fire, freaking machine gun style text, like one after the other. <laughs> all right. Heavenly father, we want to say thank you so very much for this time together. We appreciate all the many blessings that you bring to us. And we thank you for giving us another state, Wisconsin, number 17, the 17th state to assemble. That is outstanding. We know your people are waking up. We know your people are getting to work and we will glorify you every step of the way, God, because you're the only one that is at the helm of this whole movement. You're the only one that's in charge of all this. We're just following your marching orders. So you keep showing us, Father God, you keep showing us, you keep shining light where we need to step to and we will go there. And if we fall off the path, bring us back on, please. All right. And we pray all this in your holy son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is all I have. And oh, one more thing before I conclude, Rietta also has a little PS to the prayer here. She says, Father, thank you for growing the assembly. Thank you for guiding us to do your will. Lord, bless and heal anyone who needs comfort and healing. And yes, also, um, we also want to do um, special intentions as well uh, for, for those that are trying to get pregnant. And uh, yeah. And, uh, oh, I see we have Kentucky Meg here, KY Meg. I know who that is. Hello, hello. Glad to see you here. Glad to see everybody here. Leslie Liberty, KY Meg, Pam and Jean, Nancy S, Rocky Raccoon. We got Angie, my beautiful wife, Destry Payne, the snowman in Alaska, Rietta and Donnie. And then we have NFF Bay, NFFB Mama. I always wonder where you guys come up with, with your names. I really do. That's awesome, though. I love it. All right, guys. Um, that is it. Angie says, naked, faced, free breather. Am I reading that right? Naked, faced, free breather. That's what NFFB stands <laughs> I love it. Oh, no mask. I got you. You guys got to keep me up to speed. See, I'm like an, I'm like an old fart over here. See, you guys have all your new acronyms and all this other stuff. You guys got to keep me up to speed here. See, I'm I'm falling, you know, I'm falling old school here. Like I'm like I'm like looking at all this stuff and I'm like, gosh, darn kids and their new slang can't understand the damn thing they're saying. <laughs> all right, guys, I got to cut out of here so I can make this call. God bless you all. And we will be back here tomorrow, 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. God bless. And suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. Then his disciples came to him and awoke him. Lord, save us. We perish. Why are you fearful? You of little faith. Then he arose and rebuked the winds of the sea. And there was a great calm. So the men marveled.
see you obey him. Mother!